Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Among the First, a pop punk podcast brought to you from Provo, Utah. Welcome everyone to another new episode of the podcast, Among the First, the pop punk podcast. Uh, I think our intro sounds the same every time. My name is Vance, as always, with... With Brandon. With Brandon. We're going to switch it up. <laughs> we can't We can't get stale. You can't get stale. You're not quick, so you're Brandon. <clears throat> I'm Brandon today. I'm feeling feeling formal. Dude, every once in a while, I'll like refer to you as Brandon to, to my wife, to Caitlin, uh-huh. and she won't have any idea who I'm talking She's about. Like, Brr. Yeah, because and I for a long time I knew that people called you Quigs and that like I would call you Quigs when I was with you, but uh-huh. but in my phone you're saved as Brandon Quigley. Oh, for sure. And so I always am like, oh, I got to text Brandon. I mean Quigs. This is weird. Quigs. No, a lot of people think that's the last name. Quigs. Yeah. Mm. Like some some guy was was over last night. And he was just like, yeah, I've seen I've seen it in my phone as Brandon Quigs. He's like, I didn't know Quigley was your last name until like a month ago. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was just like, "Hey, I can dig it." <laughs> That's sweet. How was uh, how's your week? How's it been? Since Dude, it's been last good. Week? It's been a good week. Yeah. Um, saw it last night. How did you like it? It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Did it scare you? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not scared of clowns or or <laughs> demonic clowns or anything of that okay. sort. All right. Um, it was it was funny though. Like I was surprised. They have a uh, one of the kids from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. And uh, he's just like cracking a joke like every five minutes. Dang! And it's always it's it's hilarious. That's awesome. It keeps you on your toes. Scary and humor. Nice. Can't go wrong with that. Nice. So recommend out of five. What would you say? Dude, I say a solid like four and a half out of five. Nice. I'm uh the five out of five is special. Okay. Very few movies get it. Yeah. Anything Christopher Nolan has produced, <laughs> automatic five out of five. Automatic five, okay. Besides that, you know it's tough. Yeah, but it was it was a good movie. I'd, I'd recommend it. Cool for a for a more mature audience. Yeah, I don't think I'm mature enough to see that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame anybody for not seeing it. Yeah, but it's good, dude. I also <laughs> saw Tarantula. Tarantula on Saturday. You saw a tarantula, or uh-huh. is there a movie called Tarantula? No, I saw a tarantula in no real way. life. Yeah, dude, I was up playing disc golf during the BYU game. Uh-huh. Oh, cause, well, like, anything during the BYU game is better than watching the BYU of game. Of course. But, dude, check check this puppy out. Holy cow. It's missing It's missing a leg. Dang, it's a seven-legged tarantula. A nine-leg. Or nine. It's actually, Wait. They, they, have like an, they have, like, tarantulas have an extra set of legs up front. Oh, okay. Weird. Interesting. That is super weird. I did not realize that, but it was, like, freaky looking. And just, like, in a random field of grass. Yeah, that's scary. And I bet tons of people, I, like, run through grass, like, barefoot all the time. Mm-hmm. That's scary. If tarantulas bite you, is it poisonous? No, I don't think. Tarantulas aren't poisonous. Oh, they look scary. They, and that's I mean, I'm the, not, like, that's normally the thing, scared of spiders. They're, 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 they're scary, right? So, coming from Michigan, we have a lot of, like, black widows. Okay. Which are pretty, pretty poisonous. Yeah. But, like... They're, like, super small, you know? Right. But, like, tarantula's, like, freaking huge, but, like, <laughs> not poisonous at all. That's so weird. So it's just, like, it looks scary, but is it venomous spiders, poisonous spiders look small, yeah. but are deadly. It's That's weird. weird. That is weird. So I was just happy that we saw it. it yeah. Cool. We, we played with it for a while. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. sweet. Man, I got to get out and play some disc golf before it starts getting too cold. Dude, it's never too cold to play. Oh, my god! Play in the snow, man. <laughs> play in the snow. Do you really play in the snow? Every once in a while. Holy cow, Dan. That's, well, at least you don't have to worry about catching a frisbee. That's, like, where exactly. it would hurt if your hands are cold, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, you can, like, wear running gloves and, like, be fine. Yeah. Huh. So it's it's not bad. Nice. 
How was your week, though, dude? It was good. Super normal. Um, I checked up on our Neck Deep episode. Uh-huh. And almost 800 downloads. What? Yeah, dude. Last week, it was at 250. And this week, it's almost at 800. That is incredible. So I have no idea why or how. or, But if you're here listening again because of Neck Deep, the Neck Deep episode, I'm glad you're here. Um, follow us on Facebook so that I know who you are. But yeah, no, this week was good. Me and my wife decided we are going to move out of Provo. Nice. So, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Um, we're kind of just sick of the traffic and the construction and, and all the... I mean, we're both students, and it's like sounds probably stupid to say like we're sick of all the students, but mm-hmm. it's just like way too crowded here. It's very crowded. And there's cars parked on the street all the time. I can't make a left turn to save my life in Provo mm-hmm. because I'm going to get hit by a car flying down the road. Yeah. Um, the Provo and, struggle. Yeah, it's the struggle, but I'm excited. There isn't enough infrastructure Yeah, this many people. But the cool thing about our new apartment is it's right between Provo and Orem, mm-hmm. basically like right where it turns into Orem. <clears throat> I think we might be like one street, honestly, into Orem, which is nice because we're Guys still close to Provo. Lines. Yeah, but we're still close to Provo, like super close, but we're just out of the way of traffic and all that junk. Yeah, that's so, nice. It'll be really nice. And it's way closer to UVU, mm-hmm. which is... Where it's I good go. for you. But I only go twice a week, and Caitlin will have to drive into BYU five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, But she's happy about it, too. Nice. Yeah, that's the big deal this week. So now we're going to have to figure out another... I guess we'll have to switch off where we record or or you come to Orem. Or I mean, you are like five minutes away. It's, it's really only about five minutes. Over here acting like, oh, I'm moving <laughs> so far away. But, I mean, five minutes might... Five-minute drive might make a difference. We'll see. It could. I don't, I don't know if it will. I mean, I'll still have the same schedule. So. It's not well, like it, not anything is changing except for where I sleep. True. That's it. True. And where we record. Because we can't record here anymore. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> we can ask. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, anyways, let's get into the topic. Yes. Today uh, today we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about some of our favorite bands, or our favorite albums. Favorite albums, so, yeah, which not might a, reflect our favorite bands. Might reflect our favorite bands, but in my case it actually, <laughs> it kind of does, but not really. Yeah. So, I'm excited to talk about this. I get that. Yeah, and so some of the rules yeah. for our favorite albums is they have to be full-length albums. Okay. None of those none of those EPs. Gotcha. You know, we want seven songs, preferably eight, if not <laughs> or more. more. I got you. Preferably more. Um, no repeating bands. Ooh, okay. So no uh, no using this using Neck Deep for all three of your favorite <laughs> albums. Okay. Nice try. <laughs> Going to shut that down real quick. Gotcha. People are done listening to us talk about neck deep, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah, and uh, that's about it, honestly. Besides cool. that, anything goes. So we'll start with uh, with number three. Where so we're gonna do top three and then one runner up, right? Or one like honorable. Some mention. honorable mentions, yeah. So let's do the top three, then we'll do one honorable mention each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool word. So what's your third favorite album? So number three favorite album. And I might hate myself in a week for saying this. Might hate myself in a month for saying this. But as it I already stands, hate you for saying it. You know, just dude, I don't. I don't blame anybody. I don't, I don't blame anybody. Just do it, dude. So number three favorite album as we speak this very second, September twentieth, twenty seventeen, six twenty five p.m. Wednesday. 
<laughs> Number three coming at you is Sticks and Stones Bye. by Newfound Glory. Nice. This nice. is uh, it's one of those albums that I feel like everybody kind of grew up on. You know, kind of influenced a lot of uh, a lot of people. That's true. And they're listening, and it's an album where I've I've gone back and forth between if I like this or Coming Home Better, because okay. both both of those albums are like just packed top to bottom with just incredible songs. Yeah. Um, but Sticks and Stones, I think, gets the nod because it's more like punk oriented. Okay, I see and that. Just like just like like every song on here is just like you know classic early two thousands punk. You know like. I mean, you got, like, My Friends Over You coming off of it, so instantly that makes the New Fun Glory's best album right, right there. which I think is probably the song that people know the best. The best, you know. But then it's got also tons of stuff, Understatement, Head On Collision, you know, singled out, all all the big ones. Wow, fun fact, there's a song on this album that called another the, band is named after. Called The Story So Far. Wow. Coming in, clutch. That's a little trivia for you there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely. So if you were to recommend one song from this album for someone to check out, what would it be? Um, well, so besides the obvious one, um, I really like Forget My Name. Cool. And, uh, you know, pretty much all the songs on this album sound very similar. Yeah. You know, kind of like classic old school Newfound Glory back before they got soft on us. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's, it's some good stuff. Nice. Good not, deal. Not any heavy hitters, but, you know solid 2002 punk yeah well and if you check out the video from my friends over you Mm -hmm. it looks like a party it does so i definitely i've seen newfound glory live and it is a party it is and when they play newfound glory very much is a party exactly so that's pretty cool oh got some crazy newfound glory stories i think if i were to say my favorite newfound glory album it's just a side note Mm -hmm. it would definitely be the self-titled oh yeah sticks and stones or even catalyst i really liked catalyst Mm mm-hmm that's what it's called, right? Catalyst. Yeah, yeah, Catalyst. That one I actually got for my my birthday in seventh grade. My oh, best yeah. friend got me Catalyst. It was between that or Ocean Avenue. Sick. And I picked. He yeah, he told me, he's like, my mom said I could buy you a CD for your birthday. What do you want? I'll <laughs> buy you either Yellow Card Ocean Avenue or Catalyst. My Newfound Glory. And I chose Catalyst. It's a good choice. But I think I like the, the self-titled Newfound Glory album better. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I feel that. Good job. Six and Stones. That's Quiggs' number three favorite album of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so my third favorite album of all time is probably one of the most popular pop punk albums ever. And the only reason it's number three is because my number two and my number one were way more like meaningful to me as Mm -hmm. I was growing up in pop punk. But my number three comes in with Enema of the State by Blink-182. Nice. Which I think everyone in the world knows that album, at least a couple of songs because from that album you have all the small things which was easily their biggest commercial hit ever mm-hmm. and ever will be um but also what's my age again is on that what's album, my age again which was a classic. huge yeah classic radio hit um there's also adam's song which was super popular um and yeah there's just a bunch of good songs i really don't like the song all the small things mm-hmm. i i think i did probably like it originally but when i'm just sick of it. yeah <laughs> i'm just over it and and uh, it kind of ticks me off, kind of bums me out more when people say that's their favorite Blink-182 song because there's like, uh, it's like 300 songs better than that. If that's your favorite Blink-182 song, you don't like <coughs> Blink-182. That's true. 
Be because any anybody who actually likes Blink-182 knows what that song is about. And well, it was all about the money. Yeah, it really for was. For the recording studio. Or not or for the for the album label. Yeah. You know? The regular label. That's yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I really don't like that one. I mean I don't, obviously I, don't, I, don't I sang along with like it at it the either. concert. Yeah. I sang along. It's a good song. I'm just over I'm bored of it, is mm -hmm. basically what I'm saying. I get that. So as my song suggestion, if someone out there listening to this podcast, which I highly doubt has never heard Enema of the State <laughs> Um, I want you guys to listen to the party song. The party song. Because I specifically remember in, I think it was like fifth or, I think it was sixth grade, one of my good friends um, came over to like spend the night or something. Mm -hmm. His name was Preston. And Preston and I hung out and we like brought his basketball hoop over to my house and played <laughs> on my trampoline. And so we were like slam dunking, you know, yeah. uh, on my trampoline on his basketball hoop. And we just listened to that song, the party song on repeat. And we just thought it was so funny that he said the word underwear, underwear. in the song. But it actually is a really cool, fast punk song. Yeah. And it's really, it's kind of funny. It's like classic Blink-22 comedy, but like mm -hmm. a good quality punk song. So, I really like that. Moving That's on. All right, number two. Number two, I, uh, I also might take some flack for this, but I will fight. I will fight. I will come to fisticuffs with anybody <laughs> who has... Who has an issue with this. Dude, that's a good pop-punk band name, Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. But, um, So Wrong Gets Right, All Time Low. Dang. Back back when they were good. Back when they were great. Back when they were amazing. Back when everybody and their grandma loved them. Did. Instead of just 14-year-old girls. Yeah. You know, so that song, Top to Bottom, I know like every word to every song. And it's a great one. I want to go to the ten year, to the uh, what whatever it the, is. Oh yeah, they're playing a like it's been ten years since it's, it's been released. ten years since yeah the ten and year anniversary it. of the release. Yeah, they're playing like just a couple shows. Yeah, in New Jersey bottom, or something. New Jersey, and they're playing every single song from that album. Mm -hmm. So sick. I wanted to go so bad, but yeah, we're only like a thousand miles away. Mm -hmm. Thousands of miles away. Two two thousand something like that. <laughs> Maybe a little bit over because we're going that far east. Yeah. But yeah, top to bottom, just amazing album. How old were you? Do you remember when you first heard it? When probably it right out, when it came out. Or 20, 2007 came out. It's probably like 14 or 15. Yeah, it's about the time I heard it. I think I probably heard it right as, as it was coming out, like as it was popular. Yeah. That's cool. I remember sticking all-time low stickers on the back of your Guitar Hero controllers. <laughs> nice. Back in the day, good times. That's sweet. But yeah, if I had to recommend one album, or one song off this album, um, Shameless. Shameless? Uh -huh. Nice, I wasn't expecting that. One that one that doesn't get a lot of uh, you know attention off of it. I think That's Dear, true. Dear Maria and Six Feet Under the Stars, I think, by far get the most attention. Yeah. But you know what? Everything I've done tonight has been, you know, a dark horse. That's true. So Shameless is, I think, an appropriate dark horse song off the album nice it is a solid song mm -hmm. i really do like that one it, they swear in it yeah <laughs> which is what sets it apart from other songs on the album <laughs> that's true it's a very clean album it is it's especially like, compared to their other albums right i guess i after that album i never really listened to much of i mean of they're, they're relatively clean yeah you know they uh they get carried away in some songs but for the most part they're pretty you know Family friendly, family as they friendly say. for the most part. <laughs> nice, 
Good. Stuff. Solid album. Yeah, I definitely remember jamming that in my buddy's truck as we were driving to and from school in high school. And I think I think that's the thing too. Is it's just like it's like sentimental. That is true. You know, it's like I've been listening to that album for ten years. I've like known every word to it for like the past ten years. It's like, yeah. how can I not put it in there? Oh, dude! Actually, funny story. If some of you listening um, are really good at searching online, you may or may not find a video on YouTube of me singing uh, "Remembering Sunday" Remembering and playing it on the ukulele. Sunday. On the uke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was, I think I was 18 and I had just started learning how to play the ukulele and it's actually not a hard song to learn. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think any of them are that hard. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I learned it and there was this girl I knew that really liked it and so mm-hmm. I played it and I dedicated it to her and she oh. thought it was weird. She thought, <laughs> was, she thought I was a weirdo for putting it on YouTube. So that's what you get if you try to play a song for a girl you have a crush on. But don't do it. Anyways, yeah, hopefully. If you want to find that, it's probably pretty easy. Just search my name and search Remembering Sunday Ukulele. <laughs> Perfect. Um, nice. Checking it out, checking it out. <laughs> yeah, um, so my second album that I want to talk about, my second most favorite, would be an album that probably might not fit this mold super well. It is like alternative. I don't know if I would say pop punk. Um but the album is called One Fell Swoop by a band called The Spill Canvas. And The Spill Canvas is pretty emo. They're pretty like sad songs, emo songs from you know mid-2000s. And they haven't really done much since. But this album, One Fell Swoop, is incredible. I remember discovering it way after it came out. Uh-huh. And uh, I fell in love with it. Every single song is super deep. Um, the lyrics are really, really good. And... It has that sing-along ability right. that I love. That really any album that has that I will thoroughly enjoy. But this is one of those albums that I can't listen to just one song of. Like, it tells a story. So if you listen to the album from the first song to the last, you'll like go on this like journey and you'll like go through this story with this guy and, and his attempts to get with this girl and then they break up and they get back together. And, and then at the end where he... Um, finds someone else that actually wants to be with him. And, and it's really, really deep, really emotional. Um, there's some songs where you're just sitting there in your car, and like I can just imagine you sitting in your car, it's late at night, and you're in a parking lot, and you're just screaming along mm-hmm. with these lyrics. They don't scream, but you're just yelling, basically. Um, Flexing the golden pipes. Exactly. some that call it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, you should definitely check that album out if you never have. I it's, know I'm going to check it out, because yeah, I haven't listened you to have it. it. So you definitely should. And start it from the beginning and listen all the way through um, because it, it's awesome. And when you learn the words, I'll get in the car and I'll sing along and scream along. With oh, you. perfect. <laughs> it's going to late night scream session. <laughs> um, but if you, if you have to check out one song and you say you only have time, you have three minutes and you can only listen to one song, um, check out the song Staple Gunned. Staple Gun. It's really good. It's only three minutes and 13 seconds long. So if you can't listen to the whole album, <clears throat> check out Staple Gun. And if you like Staple Gun, you'll like the rest of it. There's a good blend of like acoustic <laughs> songs, heavy guitar songs, and everywhere in between. So One Fell Swoop by The Spill Canvas was my number two album of all time. Go check it out. Nice. Go check it out. All right. And so now on for my number one pick. I'll give myself a drum roll going to be anticlimactic though <laughs> because i have to explain my thought process going into number one okay so obviously for me it has to be 
an album by the Wonder Years. Obviously. Because I love the Wonder Years. And the thing that I love about their album specifically is kind of like what you what you just talked about with uh, with Spill Canvas. Is that like you just feel like you go like on an emotional journey. You know, a lot of the Wonder Years albums um, like don't tell a story per se, but they have like a theme. Yeah. And so it's like more of like an emotional journey that you go on that like you can like relate to. Okay. So like, you know, the upsides is about like kind of, you know, realizing who you are, you know, suburbia is kind of about like, you know, coming to coming to terms with like this with yourself, you know, with yeah. yourself, just like all sorts of stuff. The greatest generation, you know, is talking about like still haven't grown up yet. Yeah. Sort of deal. Like, what am I doing with my life? And so there's just like so much passion, so much like raw emotion and their songs that I just love. Um, and so going into favorite album, you know, I want to say get stoked on it, but right. I, I can't. They just, they almost deleted that like they don't even care. They that's because they they if Soupy had his way they would delete it. Yeah, and I don't blame them with the direction that they've gone in, but there just really isn't like an album that's been released like that where you get the synthesizer it's true and like all the vocals and stuff it's just it's unlike anything that's been released before but what i'm gonna say is the upsides the upsides is your favorite going in at number one maybe a dark horse for some and it, it wasn't always my favorite but i think it's just relatable it really is you know especially i think i think they kind of say it all in the first song, My Last Semester, where he's like, I don't fit in anywhere but the back of this van, and I don't make sense to anyone but my best friends. And he's nice. just like, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, and like the rest of the album talks about like, oh, well, like, I don't fit in like this college scene, like, I don't fit in like at these parties, whatever. And just kind of like finding your way in life and like becoming content with that. That's cool. And there's just like, there's like so much, like when you listen to the album top to bottom, there's like so much emotion that builds out, that builds up. And then like in the, uh, in the original album, it ends with all my friends are in bar bands. Yeah. And then at the end you get like a breakdown where they bring in like six or seven like lead singers of different bands that were popular at the time. Mm -hmm. And they all just kind of like take turns just like repeating the same bridge and it's just like there's just like so much emotion that comes out in there that's pretty cool that i just like relate to yeah that's awesome it's that's that's number one for me maybe another dark horse but dude i you are it. a dark horse. i dig it <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one song for someone that only could listen to one song which would it be um because i'm looking through the track list right now and uh -huh. pretty much most of my favorite Wonder your songs are on this album. Yeah, it's 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 packed. It's packed. Yeah. You know, for for one for one song, a standalone single, I have to say Melrose Diner. Oh yeah, dude. Because that's just like classic, like I hate who you are, <laughs> but I love having you around because it beats being alone. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's like super up tempo, you know, super kinda edgy. Right. But it's just like I think everybody's felt that way or you know before that you know i guess i'll be honest i could use you around yeah you know and it's just like really sing-alongable it is very sing-alongable 
It's just yeah. catchy too. I really like, although I would never say the F word out loud, uh -huh. I really like the part where it says, all I got left are these handfuls of F you, <laughs> and that's never enough. And I, it's never enough. <laughs> I really like that line. I mean, it's, yeah. Anyways, there's so so many good or songs on the album. I really like This Party Sucks, because I feel like that's really relatable uh -huh. for me. Um. Yeah, and I think if I was going to try to get my wife into the Wonder Years, I'd start with Hey Thanks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's certified to work. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can promise that. I think I've played that for her before. Hey, so. th hey Thanks is good. And then if yeah. you get the bonus track edition, pretty much I think any, a lot of things on the bonus track are pretty light. Oh, yeah. Except for Dynamite Shovel, <laughs> which obviously is like 43 seconds of the F-bomb. Oh, is it really? I don't know if I've never... Pretty much. I don't know if I've even heard that one. It's uh, I'll play it for you later. It's... Uh, an interesting one <laughs> okay um cool so the upsides nice mm -hmm. all right so i think for my favorite album of all time um and this has been decided from a long time ago yeah give me a drum roll it's gonna be still searching by senses fail so yeah yes so i'll give you a little bit of background still searching i remember in episode one of this podcast we talked about like our influences and how we got into music right mm -hmm. into this kind of music and how my uncle played a huge role in getting me into this genre yeah and i don't know if you'd say census fails pop punk either but i mean it's definitely got like they're not but who cares because they're incredible they are and it's like they definitely have like heavier themes like i mean the music is heavier they scream a lot in a mm -hmm. lot of their songs especially recently i think of all their albums, Still Searching is the most pop punk though because it's got the least amount of screams. It does. And it's just like, it sounds pop punkish. Anyways, um, my uncle Eric, he's the one that gave me, he burnt me a copy of the CD mm -hmm. when I was like 13, I think. I think I was a freshman, maybe a sophomore in high school. And he burnt me a copy of the CD and I loved it. I fell in love with every single song. And this is another one where it tells a story. Um, so if you listen closely, you can kind of go on this journey, like we've said. Yeah. Which I'm starting to feel like that's what makes a good album. Almost. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think you have to love every single song for it to be a great album. And, mm -hmm. and every single song is super, super good. And I just remember, like, relating to a lot of it, even though it was way more dramatic than anything my 14-year-old self had ever gone through. Right. It was, I mean, it was like talking about, like, breakups and... And, like, drinking a ton and, like, mm -hmm. um, having an alcohol addiction and then, <laughs> like, relapsing and falling into this, like, pit of depression. And I had never gone to any of that. But as, like, a dramatic, like, emo 14-year-old, you know, that was what I was into and I really liked it. And I remember telling people at school that I, when they asked what my favorite band was, I, in high school, my whole time in high school, I always said Senses Fail. Mm-hmm. But it's not until later I realized Blink-182 is actually my favorite band. Right. It was just I was really into Senses Fail at the time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so yeah, Still Searching was the first album I ever listened to. And then after that, I've listened to every album. And, and Senses Fail has always been in my top five, if not top five, for sure top ten bands mm -hmm. ever. Sure. Um, and I really, really like them. I've, I had the chance to see them for the first time when I was 18 and... I lost my mind. It was so great. It was so, so good. And then I saw them again when I was 22. And funny story is I was crowd surfing and um, the security guard, as I got close to the stage, security guard, instead of like catching me, you know, mm -hmm. over the edge, like they always do, he like pushed me down onto the ground. And Buddy, the singer of Census Fail, during the song yelled at the 
security guard for pushing me down. So that was kind of cool. Here's your bag. Yeah. And then during one song, um, the same exact show, Buddy was swinging the microphone, kind of mm-hmm. like, like punk singers do sometimes. Yeah. And he threw it into the crowd. And it was on a, I mean, on a wire, right? On sure. A and he threw it into the crowd and it hit my friend right in the top of the head. <laughs> Headshot. And it, it almost hit me, but it hit my friend Caleb right in the top of the head. Caleb, who you guys know that I talk about all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was super funny. But it was a really good show. They've always been great. Um, I'm super stoked for their newest album that's going to come out. They say that it sounds a lot like Let It Enfold You, which oh, is their first yeah. full length. Mm-hmm. And that is my second favorite album of theirs. So that's going to be really cool. But if you had to listen to one song off of Still Searching. One song. Let me see. That's a hard. It's hard. I know I know what I would pick. What would you but pick? But you tell me what. Well, well, what I would think, you pick? I think I would pick Calling All Cars. Okay. Because that's kind of, you know, that's one of the songs that got me into them. Yeah, yeah. And then, because like, I think you said, like you said, Blended and Fold, you kind of came out a little bit early for us. Yeah. To get into did. Census Fails. It's kind of like, you know. That was, yeah, I mean, that was like in too sixth early. grade. Yeah. And so, I mean, I liked, that's probably when I loved all the small things. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, right? Yeah. But then you get to middle school and things change and you grow up, right? Exactly. Um, so I think there's so many good songs. I really liked Every Day is a Struggle. Uh-huh. Um, and Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. Yeah. Calling All Cards is a great song as well. So is Shark Attack. And anyways, yeah, I'd pick uh, Every Day is a Struggle. That's a good one. That's my favorite one. Beautiful. But wait, let me see. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Every day is a struggle. It's super intense, super heavy. Um, but the next one, All the Best Cowboys Have Daddy Issues, is the only one that screams a lot. There's too many good songs. This is why it's my favorite it's, album. I it's can't all choose. good. I it's can't all choose. good. That's funny. But anyways, so those are our top three albums mm-hmm. of all time. Um, definitely check them out. But let's do some, before we finish, let's do some honorable mentions. Honorable so mentions. if you have one or a couple, we don't go into depth, but you can just... Sure recommend i'll fire off a couple uh couple honorable mentions yeah um first honorable mention um that i have is uh fireworks okay. the band out of detroit um they're another one that's like kind of sentimental because like i grew up on them yeah um they have the album all i have to offer is my own confusion yeah and uh it's pretty good not many people have heard of it not many people will heard of will have heard of it because <laughs> i don't think they're together anymore but, you know, or at least if they are, they haven't done anything in, like, four or five years. Yeah. And even what they've done has not been that good. But it's a good album, you know. Yeah. I cool. like it a lot. Nice. One of my honorable mentions will definitely be Rise or Die Trying. Oh, Before You're Strong. Strong. Yeah. I can't get enough of that album. It came out so in 2006. Good. I probably didn't listen to him until 2010. Mm-hmm. But I've listened to that album. It's been on heavy rotation since then yeah pretty much like i always turn back to that one and and that's those are or sorry that album is one of those albums that i every song is great but um it's not my favorite but it's definitely up there but it's like the song titles are super weird and they don't have anything to do with the album like the content of the songs and so i have a hard time like remembering which song is which because like the words have nothing to do with the title, and so Correct. I can't listen to that album again without listening to like the whole thing, because because it's like I don't know which songs I, I like off it. Of right, right. It's so true though, yeah. dude. I think I like I like Enemy of the World. 
by 40 the strong. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's good. Um, just like on an under on a semi-related note. Yeah, no, that one's great, and I'm gonna go see them play Rise or Die Trying in mm-hmm. its entirety on Saturday. That's legit. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. That's legit. Um, I do have one other honorable mention. Okay, fire away. Um, the self-titled album by Man Overboard. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking of that. Is I was thinking of awesome. Man Overboard. Man Overboard. Yeah, they, that album. Every single song I I enjoy. Uh huh. It's super super good, and uh, I really like. I mean, it starts off really good with Rare. Mm-hmm. And I have a hoodie that says, you're so worth all of this torture. You're so worth all of this torture. Exactly. I love that album. And so good. that's one of the one of my favorite. That's an honorable mention. It's probably in my top 10 albums ever. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe, yeah. Top 10, top 15, something like that. But yeah. Any other honorable mentions or do you think you're good? I think I'm good. Sweet. So if you haven't had a chance to check any of those out or or you haven't had a chance to check at least one of them out, go ahead and let us know what you thought. Mm-hmm. Check it out. They're all on Spotify. They're all there. Um, and let us know if we did it right or if we did it wrong. Yeah, let us know, know what you think. We'd love to hear what your favorite albums of all time are. That's true. We would love to hear that. Even um, if it's Kelly Clarkson, Breakaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if it's uh, Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Actually, no, if it's Josh oh, Groban, no, don't no, tell no, us. No, 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 no. Don't tell us. I actually have a friend that danced to Josh no, Groban his no, first no, dance no, at his wedding. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would have left. Yeah, I, I actually didn't stay very long. After I, that. I would have walked right out right <laughs> then. No questions. Last asked. summer, Josh Groban came to play, came and played a concert here in Utah. He did. Or, I remember Not that. last summer. I guess today's the first day of fall. So last summer was 2017 summer. But I still say last summer was 2016, right? Yeah. Summer 2016, Josh Groban played a concert. And there was this girl that I knew that she was so excited and was telling me all about it. And not to say that you can't be excited about a band that I don't like. That's totally fine. But she was saying like the concert was so fun and it was so great. And I was like, that's like one of those shows that I feel like that would be so boring. You just sit there. And just listen, sit like, there and just no like listen how, to like an opera singer. Yeah, no matter how good a singer he is, I feel like the concert would still be boring. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. There. Like you literally just sit there. Yeah, but no, no amount of lights can make that fun. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry if we offended someone. Sorry, not I'm, sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. But anyways, guys, have a good week. Listen to pop punk. Any last words, Brandon? I don't have any last <laughs> words. All right, we'll leave you on that note. Have a good week.